This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 178, Observations on Calm and Chaos. Hello and welcome to session number 178 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a 20 plus year hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So this week is going to be Freestyle Flow and our feature presentation. We are going to talk about a little bit about anyway, the song from Bon Jovi called You Give Love a Bad Name. But instead, I put my own spin on it. You Give Grub a Bad Name. You know what grub is, right? (laughs) Food. That's my word for food. Not only my word, but food, grub. You Give Grub a Bad Name. And in our feature presentation, observations on calm and chaos from my recent experience at the 12th annual Mix Match Dance Festival put on by Heart Pulse Dance Company was my first time there. So excited I got to go. Can't wait to talk about this on the episode. So before that, I would like to invite you to the new time of my Facebook live streams at 4pm Pacific on Mondays. So Mondays, 4pm Pacific, I will be going live on Facebook to talk dance, life and business and answer any questions you might have. I would love to see you there. So Let's get on with our episode, Observations on Calm and Chaos, my experience at the Mix Match Dance Festival. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Junior, creative director and founder of Jam Fan the Movement. Please join us September 29th in Los Angeles for our Bell Rope 20th anniversary workshop with Tina Landon. Rob Vinson, and Teresa Espinosa. For more information, please visit our website at www.jamfammovement.com. And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? That song by Bon Jovi called You Give Love a Bad Name. Admittedly, I am not a huge fan of Bon Jovi, but how do you not know who they are, right? <laughs> so that song, that iconic song, You Give Love a Bad Name, I thought of it because as I was driving by this food establishment that has been around, I'm actually surprised they've been around as long as they have, because I think they give grub a bad name. Ha ha. Yeah, I I find it funny. You might not. (laughs) That's what I was thinking of. Because every time I go by this place, the place smells amazing, but the food is not so amazing. For me, anyway, I don't eat meat anymore. So maybe that's part of it. Well, no, it's not. Because even when I was eating meat, and the smell lured me in, but the taste kept me away. It was very mediocre, very bland. And I come from a place where the barbecue is, wow, it's, if you like that kind of stuff, most people that haven't tried it, they love it. They love island barbecue. So... (laughs) I kept thinking of that song. That song came to mind when I drove by, like, gosh, they they smell great, but the food is so mediocre. It's it's false advertising. But hey, they've been around for, gosh, for as long as I can remember. And obviously, they wouldn't be around if people weren't purchasing their food. So 
to me, they give Grub a bad name because my experience with them, oh my gosh, they lured me in with that smell, but they kept me away with the lack of taste. I'm sorry. Just not my not my style. <laughs> so if you do like Bon Jovi, kudos to you. I Maybe there's music of, from them that I haven't heard that I might like oh, because I'm actually getting into more rock and guitar music that I wasn't into when I was much younger when these when these songs were popular. And so I'm getting into them now, especially being back in dance and exploring different types of music and different rhythms and all that kind of stuff that you get to do when you are immersed in a creative project. Oh, so exciting. But anyway, so yes, there are certain places where they give Grub a bad name. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. It should come as no surprise how much I love dance and how much I love attending dance events, whether they are masterclasses, intensives, performances, observing some kind of dance collaboration, all of that stuff. I feel so blessed that I get to experience that now after not experiencing so much in the last 20 plus years when I wasn't dancing. So I feel very, very thankful. And I talk about that all the time. I got to watch for the first time, and it's not the first time it was put on, obviously, the 12th annual Mix Match Dance Festival put on by Heart Pulse Dance Company. And oh my goodness, I love the variety of it. And I got, as I always do, other things besides the movement that I want to share. And I got the theme of calm and chaos because of the variety of the choreography, the performances, just the company, the aesthetics of the company, whether they were solos or duets or larger groups and the everything that goes on with the production, the lighting, the backdrops, etc. the costumes. Oh, my goodness, some of the costumes. This is what I love about being in dance again is, oh, I want to wear that. I want to have something designed like that. I get so many ideas about that kind of stuff. So I really appreciate that. So the 12th annual Mixed Match Dance Festival inspired thoughts on calm and chaos, observations, things that, again, I was reminded of or, or new things, new thought patterns on calm and chaos. So I want to share those with you today on this episode. One thing, well, several things. The first thing, what can be calm to one can be chaotic to another. My friend, Harry Duran, who is the host of Podcast Junkies, I've actually been on that show. I forgot what episode, but he's one of the best hosts on podcasting. I absolutely love it. So Harry was talking about on one of his episodes that he loves the chaos and the congestion and the number of people in a city because he comes from New York City. He lives in LA now, but he is originally from New York City. So he's used to that and he loves that. Me? (laughs) I have to be in the mood to be around a lot of people. Honestly, I very much like to be alone. I like my time alone. I like solitude and I like quote unquote calm. So what can be calm to one can be chaotic to another and vice versa, versa. So like for Harry, calm for him and comfort for him is being in a bigger city. And for me, it's so not but <laughs> it's a, that's a whole another story. But anyway, there was a piece that the first piece actually in this festival, oh my goodness, I loved it from the get go, because it had to do with one of the most calming things for me. And that is water, the beach, the ocean. And so the backdrop, the the screen, 
was really I think it was just the wall. Maybe they did use a screen. I don't remember because we couldn't take pictures. So we couldn't take any any media. So it started off with these waves. And just when I heard the waves, I immediately felt wonderful in this calm place. Loved their costumes too was these 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 white dresses that were beautiful. And I thought, gosh, this this is a great way to start the show. And, and it was calming for me. Now could be another sound for someone else. I know people that hate the water. I know people that hate the beach and they hate the sun. I don't get that. <laughs> so, But I know people that, that don't. And I know people that rather be in the snow or being cold. And so what can be calming to one can be chaotic to another. So this piece utilized the sounds of the ocean and sounds from dolphins and whales and dolphins are one of my favorite animals. Oh my goodness, if I could have a dolphin in my backyard in a pool, but that wouldn't be so great for them in terms of freedom. And oh, yeah, I I can't imagine them being confined that way. But (laughs) in in a perfect world, I would have my backyard be a sanctuary for dolphins and play with them and swim with them. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's something else too. So the sounds of the dolphins and the whales were so calming for me. And I love the use of integrating that media, the sound of the waves and the pictures. And and it's cool because what they did is they were in the video that was being shown and they were dancing. It was very interactive and they were actually going into toward the end of the piece. They were, the dancers were going into the water as if they were already in the water on the screen, if that makes sense. Oh, can you guys hear that baby crying? I don't know if I can edit that out. Every now and then, if you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, I'm like, can you hear that? And <laughs> I had someone tell me, you know, when you say that, can you hear this? I don't hear it. And I'm thinking I hear everything because my microphone picks up. Oh, there, there's that baby. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. All right, moving on. So what can be calm to one can be chaotic to another. So this is me navigating chaotic a little bit to me can be chaotic. Okay. Everybody is in leadership. This is what I was reminded of in this performance. Now, how, why did, what does this have to do with common chaos? Well, first of all, I want to say about leadership is that the leadership position, if you, I hate using that word position, is first over yourself, then over others. So you need to learn how to lead yourself before you lead others. My experience going back first with uh, my first experience with and my only experience actually with the Long Beach Community Theater a few months ago. And with Ann Van Wellman, who is the founder, artistic director, amazing person. Um, if you want to check out her info on Long Beach Community Theater, please do so. And if you get a chance to work with her, if you're in this area, oh my gosh, I highly recommend it if you're an artist. Oh, wow. She was organized from the get go. I know that this is not her first rodeo. So I know that she has her systems and stuff. And but because of that experience, I thought, gosh, I learned so much on how to lead and empower others and staying in control so that it benefits the collective as a whole. And I found that also with Amanda Hart, who is the founder, artistic director of Hart Pulse Dance Company that put on this um, Mixed Match Dance Festival. I loved her energy. Oh my goodness, she's one of those people that is immediately likable. And so that was the first time I met her. I had found out at the end of the show that she did the lighting. So as the leader, you got to pick up sometimes you got to pick up where you are lacking in help or whatever. And I know that 
in running a, any kind of event, there are things you do not see behind the scenes. And you, there are things that, that uh, the people that are putting on, you don't see. You see the finished product. And there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes. And so when I met Amanda, I think I mentioned like, how do you stay so even keeled? <laughs> because she was so kind and pleasant. And yet at the same time, she was energetic, but not overly aggressive. And I love that combination. Her energy was just great. And so Amanda, shout out to you for an amazing performance experience for me, the way that you ran everything in the venue and how you greeted everyone. And it was just it was a great, great example for me to witness. So everybody is in leadership first over yourself and then over others. Being mindful of that, you see how you navigate calm and chaos. Being back in dance after being away from it for so long, I am able to look at things different. And I've learned different things. Obviously, we all do as we're going along in this journey called life. But with dance and these performances in particular, I was observant about whether someone was responding or reacting to the choreography. Meaning if there was a duet, or if there was more than two people. But even with a solo, now that I think about it, are they responding to the music? Or are they reacting to the music? It could be the same thing. But I was thinking, respond, react, observing, that kind of thing. That's the mindset I was in. So like with some of them, I felt like it was more of a response as a, yeah, as a response. I think the differences between responding and reacting can be very subtle, but they can also be very obvious. So again, it was just an observation on my part with the choreography. And of course, again, it's choreography. Maybe some of it was improv. I don't know. I think most of it was was actual rehearsed choreography. So I was thinking, okay, are they, does it look like to me they're responding or or is that supposed to elicit a reaction? So that was interesting that I took that perspective because before it was about, okay, is the extension high enough and are they really extending completely with their arm? And that kind of stuff is very important. I'm not downplaying the importance of that as well. But I am finding that I really like to look for the intention of things, even if it's just my own observation of it. Another thought that came to mind as I was watching these dance pieces is to decrease the time you are spending on certain things or obliterate them all together because more is not always better. I felt that a number of the pieces spent too much time on certain things, whether it was a certain move, or whether it was being still for too long, or moving around too long, or having just too much going on at the same time. Some of them I even felt, and I hesitate a little bit to say this, but it's the truth. Some of them I thought, when is this going to be over? <laughs> I, I've seen enough. It's, it's fine. Okay. I kind of get the point. I kind of don't, but it's just not my cup of tea. So when is it going to be over? That was some, not all of them not, and not even the majority, majority of them. But I thought, uh, when is it going to be over? So, but again, someone else might have looked at those pieces and thought, oh my goodness, that is the best thing. Art is subjective. And that's always the way it's going to be. One of the most important things that I was reminded of at this dance festival was finding your peeps. No, I'm not talking about those marshmallow things that I actually used to eat. I actually used to really like them. And because they're marshmallows, I used to put them on a fork and burn them on the stove. Like I liked them really burnt and crispy. It's probably not the best thing for you. 
which is probably why I don't eat them anymore. But anyway, I can't remember the last time I had those things. But peeps, people, just because a certain group of people don't welcome you doesn't mean that another group won't embrace you. I met one of the performers. And in conversation, we got talking about a different cultural group that I thought, wow, how is it that they don't like you? You're of the same, we're of the same. And she said, I don't know. And so she said, instead, I uh, go to these other groups, and they welcome me. And I thought, wow, that is really cool. She didn't let the chaos, maybe that she felt within like, questioning why they didn't accept her be a hindrance to finding other people that resonate with her. So she found calm with the people that resonate with her and her work and her work is beautiful. So that was a great reminder for me not not you're not everybody's cup of tea. (laughs) And that's okay. So find your peeps. And again, not the marshmallow things. Although if you like those things, then that's fine too. There was a good mix of pieces being more slow moving with the contrast of the ones that were really energetic. And it was great. And that's why it's called mix match, because there was a good mix and match of those two types of energies. So when you experience one, you appreciate the other, whether it is chaos or calm, you appreciate both because you get to experience both. I love seeing a variety of companies because you get a variety of perspectives. I would say about some of the sequences, they needed to be a little more clear. Some of them had cannons, and they weren't timed so well, so it was kind of muddled. So I kind of got the intention that they were supposed to be cannons, meaning one sequentially after another, a movement sequentially after another that follows sequentially, but I didn't get it completely. The picture wasn't completely clear. So I would say get clarity about your sequences and Even with the slow ones, which you would think if you move slower, you would get the clarity, but that didn't always happen. So that's what I would say about some of those numbers where the sequences, the canons needed to be clear. So that could apply to anything with your business, with your day, with productivity, get clear about what's one, two, three, four. Not that everything needs to be rigid, but there should be clarity about sequences, even in your business, whether it is gosh, I could talk about a lot of things about that with designing your email sequence with getting a visitor from your website to an end point. It's just getting from A to B. What is what is the point from A to B? What needs to be more clear in that process? That's what I would say about that. Which brings me to the last two things. Don't dwell on what you don't like. There were a lot of things I didn't like about some of the performances, but I didn't dwell on them. I found things that I did like because there was something I liked about each one. Even if I didn't completely like each one, I found something because it does, you know, bottom line, it takes a lot of guts to get up and perform in front of people and show your art and be vulnerable and show who you are, regardless of whether someone likes it or not. It takes guts. It takes courage. And I applaud that for any type of thing, whether it's dance, something else in art, anything. I would also say, don't be apologetic for what you do like. There was one piece that I absolutely loved. And it was a duet to music by Bjork. Normally, I wouldn't listen to Bjork. I'm not very familiar with her music. And there are mixed opinions about who she is, what she represents, how her music is. That's all I know. I don't, I, as a matter of fact, need to research her a little bit more. But based on that piece, this duet that was powerful, and they got me right when they stepped on stage, right from the start, I knew, oh my goodness, I know I'm going to love this because it was abstract. It was powerful. It was engaging the whole time. It was my favorite. So based on that piece, I'm going to go check out music from Bjork. Now, would I before? 
maybe, maybe not. But because of them, because of their powerful piece, oh my goodness, I loved it. To review my observations on calm and chaos based on my wonderful experience at the 12th annual Mixed Match Dance Festival, number one, what can be calm to one can be chaotic to another, and that's okay. Number two, everybody is in leadership. First, leadership over yourself and then over others. Number three, when things are chaotic, are you responding or are you reacting? Number four, decrease the time you're spending on certain things or obliterate them all together. More is not always better. Number five, find your peeps. Just because a certain group of people reject you doesn't mean that another group won't embrace you. Number six, when you experience chaos, you appreciate calm and vice versa. Number seven, get clarity about your sequences, whether it's in your business or your choreography. Clarity is power. Number eight, don't dwell on what you don't like. You can find something positive in everything. And number nine, don't be apologetic for what you do like. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to spending time with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at AnnetteBone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.